Welcome back to the Just Two Mediums podcast. I'm your co-host Katrina and your co-host Brittany. We're so thrilled to be here with you today and we're going to dive straight into this amazing episode of what we have for you. So as we jump into our podcast today, we are feeling very called to do a little grounding exercise, bringing our energies back into ourselves and our space. So if you're driving and... Yeah, totally fine to do if you're driving. Um, just just go along with it. Just be safe. <laughs> just don't close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, keep them open. <laughs> but take your focus inwards. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to kick us off with... Take a deep breath in. And out. And another deep breath in through your nose this time. Really filling up your lungs with life, giving oxygen and out through the mouth, letting go of all of the stories of the day so far, your to-do list. And one more deep breath in, really filling up your body with all of your life-giving oxygen and out. Breathing out, feeling into where your body makes contact with the room, where you meet the floor or your chair just feeling into the gentle, loving support of all that is holding you and the universe that is holding you, knowing and feeling into that support and imagine roots growing into the earth as you ground your energy into this present moment. Taking your focus inwards, and calling back all parts of yourself that have been scattered throughout your day, throughout your life, and calling them back into yourself now. And when you feel ready to do so, taking another deep breath in, and out, just coming back into the space now, feeling centred in your heart, grounded in your energy, supported by the earth and the universe and feeling into that sense of coming home and being whole and being awake and aware for this journey we're on today. So hopefully we're all feeling a bit more together after that. I feel great. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, it feels nice to just take that acknowledgement to come in it's a, you know, it's, that's something so simple. You can just do, it takes a couple of seconds. That's right. And you just feel so much better for it. Yeah. Just taking that time for yourself throughout the day when you need it. All of that. It all mm, falls recenter into place yourself. Together. It feels really good when you do that. And then you realize like how scattered you actually were before that. And you're like, wow, my brain was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to feel grounded again. And you may even hear the difference in our voice. Yeah, I could have a little nap right now. (laughs) (laughs) Diving into our podcast today, we're going to talk to you about a few fun things, especially leading on from our last one. But today is going to be about lessons and how they're showing up in your life right now. Firstly, Katrina, though, you're still in one piece. Yeah, I actually can't believe I'm still in one piece. The waiting game is continues. And that is a part of my lesson. Mm. Um, I really had to take an invitational pause, a real pause. And I was shuffling it under the carpet like, okay, I'm going to have this baby. So I need to do all the normal things like slow down from work and slow down from 
all the chaos in life and mm. I was just living through the pause and that's the lesson for me. Instead of actually unpacking and looking at why I'm in this pause and what this pause. Mm, digging a, a little bit deeper. Yeah, and unpacking it like it's a gift and indulging in it. That's a thing that I find is we often, like we'll have a situation come up in our lives and we just, or a feeling and we just sweep it under the rug and we're like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I'm not going to deal with that now, maybe later or never at all. But you need to pay attention to them because they're always a message. It's like, why is this coming up in me? Or why am I triggered by this? Or what does this mean? And dig deeper. If we don't, it's just going to come back and represent itself. That's exactly right. And even if we do, it might represent itself, but you'll approach it differently. And you'll have learned something from it if you take that chance now to learn from it. Mm. I sat down and wrote a list of all of the opportunities that I've been given in this time of pause. I'm not just in a physical pause. I'm in a metaphysical pause as well. It's like a stop, start, intuitive metaphysical pause, which is so interesting. And, you know, in my line of work, super challenging to go through Yeah, (laughs) because I've used my intuition every day. Like, do I go left or right? And I've spoken about that. And I really had to come back and live in the present moment and take the advantage of that opportunity to go, okay, well, here we are. What do I? Yeah. Kind of like a new world for you to explore now, like without having those intuitive gifts or tools. I mean, you still got them, but they're not. Less for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Less for myself, which has been really it's been like a whole new activation in that space. So mm, I feel like you have to get really creative with that. Yeah. And that pause, I guess now obviously is leading into a postpartum pause <laughs> that I'll mm. be approaching any day now. Fingers <laughs> we crossed. Hope. Hey. It's always the worst, like right at the end, you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Nothing's happening. You're just done. And just not knowing. Not yeah, knowing. the unknown, Yeah, how everything's going to go, how are you going to birth. Yeah, and the surrender and acceptance of just that patience. Mm, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I want to talk about, I know last time in our podcast we spoke about how I was preparing in a new way. Well, for postpartum, I've learned so much in this last few weeks about preparing for postpartum, um, not just for the baby, but also for me as a mum and other yeah. mums. And I really want to share that to bring that awareness around. I think when we go through this, we often, and everybody else around us often forgets about the mother. It's always the focus is on the baby. It's like, when's the yes. baby coming? Is the baby healthy? And everything like that. It's like, what you know, don't forget about mum. Definitely. So touching on something I learned through the last couple of years was that when the baby first comes into the world, like slowly entering them into the world. So Chinese tradition for the first six weeks where the mum can heal and rest. So taking that to the next level of eating and supporting my body with warming foods. So not just technically hot or warm foods, but foods that are of warming nature. And I learned a lot about this through my daughter's healing journey. Mm where your blood in Chinese medicine can run hot or cold and certain foods are hot or cold and can support the blood flow. So they're not necessarily like in temperature, you mean? Yeah. So like okay. ginger, for example, oh, yes. is a warming food, Yeah, but it's not necessarily holding a hot or cold. Mm. Um, yeah. So for this period, you have gone through being a mom for like 10 months or nine months of holding extra blood a baby in your womb, Mm. you've got the placenta, you've got all of these warming factors and goes from being in a yin state 
and suddenly it's in a yang state where it's like empty and cold. So it's really important to keep your body temperature warm, warm clothes around you. If you wash Mm. your hair, like drying it straight away, the warming foods. They say that this first 40 days or these first six weeks of a mum healing sets her up for the next 40 years. I totally, absolutely believe that. There's something as well in um, the first 40 days, they say it's key, like particularly I've learned in my journey now, is you need to lay down flat as much as possible in those first 40 days. Don't go for long walks. Like if you go for long walks, that's very dangerous for you. No exercise. Like, yeah, very minimal stuff. So like some people might be like, oh, you know, I've had the baby. I need to get back to pre-baby weight. It's like, don't do that yet. Just wait. <laughs> I agree. There's a part of me, oh, look, I haven't been able to exercise. I can't wait. Just rip straight back into it. Yeah, no, it's no good for you. And this real acceptance of, yeah, well, it might be another three months. <laughs> and even when you get that six-week clearance, I mean, that's just like a a standard tick of the box kind of thing. You're like really got to listen to your body and be like, hang on a minute, am I actually ready for this? Yeah. And just because they say you can exercise, like take it easy, like, You've got the rest it, of yeah. your life. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of studies out about it and they're just – everything I've read in the last few weeks is very much like that. Don't exercise for 12 weeks and mm. just really try not 12 to. 12 weeks, they say, yeah. Eating mm. lots of collagen-rich foods and supporting yourself with things like baby wearing to keep you warm, you know, when you are laying down or yeah. um, when you can hold the weight of that. Accessing people like doulas who can come in and support you through making meals mm-hmm. and supporting you to keep your family unit one. So you have that That's extra set right. of hands. Like they might just be there for one or two hours and you have a shower and help you get some time with the other child if you have another child like me. Yeah. Um, so important. One of the, oh, and stocking up your freezer. Like I have definitely been doing that. Mm. Um, but one of the most exciting things I'm journeying into is abdominal binding. Oh. So. Sounds juicy. <laughs> so it has to be done within the first three months of giving birth. So you have that hormone relaxin still in your abdominal yeah. area. And it can go for like five to ten days consecutively. So I've got the opportunity to do it for five days because she has like one week of this whole year left available. Wow. <laughs> just so lucky. How lucky is it you got that? And, yeah, basically it helps and it's designed to heal the body after birth. And some of the benefits are like closing the hips, supporting the lower back, abdominal separation, pubic symphysis, which is what I have now. So I really Mm. do need that help to um, bring that back in and helping place the organs in their rightful place after birth. That's huge. Yeah. Expelling excess air and making sure that the stomach area after birth and supporting the uterus and the womb to come back up. Mm. And I spoke to this woman yeah. Like eight or nine years ago in a different town. Mm. I've never heard of her since. Wow. I just remember thinking, if I have a child, I want to do that. And she was just starting her journey on it then. Oh, my goodness. And when we spoke to each other on the phone, my acupuncturist gave me her number. And when we spoke to each other on the phone, she was saying how busy she was. And I totally understand, like, people probably booking for this sort of thing a long time out. Yeah. And I said, oh, I had this conversation with you, I feel like, eight years ago. And she said, I remember your voice. I, like, remember talking to you. You have a very memorable voice. <laughs> it was just amazing, like it was meant to be. I love that connection. So, and also 
as a mum, like it's so hard to let that help in. Do, oh, do I deserve this yeah, help? Yeah, that's right. There's worse off people than me. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't get the help. No, like, she's just like, don't worry about the sleep. Just get up, keep going. Yeah, that's exactly right. Punish yourself more. <laughs> Definitely. And traditionally, if you look at our society right now, mm. I see mums constantly just coffee, go, get back to work, like go, yeah, go, rush. go. Yeah. And also like in this space too, and even, you know, early days, postpartum, whatever, even during pregnancy, labor, I feel like we forget about the men too. And yeah. that is so important to remember that they struggle too. Like, And they're not, they're not able to be in that connection that you suddenly get with this child, like this heightened sense of that's right, hearing, smell. Mm. The mum gets all of these crazy senses, like yeah, that come along with everything. But they're sort of like yeah, getting to know the child and getting familiar with them. And Plus, trying to they're please trying the to family. Like, yeah, trying to take care of you and hold down the fort. And they got a lot on their shoulders as well. I think we I just agree. need to acknowledge the men in this as well. And that's one or thing, partners. My husband and I. Um, spoke about like investing in doula support this time. So I have got a lady that I've connected with that will come to our house and give us the support for our family unit. Nice. Do they cook you meals? Yeah, yeah. She That's has this good. amazing offering of beautiful gluten and dairy-free and like enriching foods and foods that align with the cultural history of what I want to bring into my personal journey of the fourth trimester. That's amazing. Like um, congee and... Yeah, they're really warming foods, basically. Mm. Um, But I can't imagine how much I said to my husband, I was like, I just want to stay friends through this. Yeah, wow. And I just want to be happy. Yeah. I don't want to go through the, like, the sleepless nights and the unhappiness. So the doula support is if you don't sleep for the night, you can just message them or call them. And, like, that's what we've discussed as a service Mm. that we might need is can you come and help us today because we haven't had sleep. Yeah, that's and amazing. How much pressure that can alleviate from my husband and his demanding workload. Yeah. So he can continue to support our family while we have this space of healing. That's right. And I think that is all part of taking care of your family unit and taking care of that foundation. Yeah. And like even now, you know, with the child, I always say like, she's going to grow up one day and she's going to be gone and it's us again, like, just the two of us again. Like you have to look after your relationship and nurture it. Yeah. And that... Um, that's part of that family unit, I feel, Stanghole. And I feel like every family is going to have their own balance of what they can you know, afford to invest in themselves for this period and what they can have. But whatever we have around us, we just ask and you know, pray to the universe to show mm. us what's going to show up for us through this period and how to help ourselves get through. And also accepting the help if it's offered, like to accept it. That's a big question. Do I deserve mm. This help. Everybody struggles with that. Yeah. But it's it's like a free will thing. Like, you know, they don't they're not gonna offer it to you if they don't genuinely mean it. Yeah. And also same goes for you asking. You can ask and they have the choice to say no. Yeah. It's it's really real. I have had to have a big shift in the acceptance and I really think that's beautiful because for some period of this pregnancy, I was like, yeah, I can't wait to just rip back into exercise. Like I'm so keen. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to now. And I'm so thankful to got, to get to this space of just wanting mm. to indulge in the pause. That's right. And I think also <laughs> like the exercise thing, that just adds another pressure, like another level of pressure to you as well. And you it's know, more just like, like, you don't need that. It's been, 
it feels like it's been taken away from you and I want it back. But it's like, no, yeah. it hasn't. It's You'll been shifted back, like, for the space. When you're you good and ready to go. I love it. Yeah, so that's so exciting. And I hope that if there's any new mums out there or expecting mums that you look into some of the resources around the first 40 days, mm. the fourth trimester, there's tons of books out there. The one I'm particularly referring to today is called The First 40 Days by Heng Wu, H-E-N-G space O-U. Um, it's been lent to me by the doula I connected with. So I heard people talk about it, but I haven't actually Sounds got the really book and just been able to have a quick look through it and check out some recipes. Made a really nice snack for myself today uh, for postpartum, froze heaps of it up. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, lots of peanut butter involvement. So it was like very much my alley for making mm. that snack. Love peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, I think I focused more on snacks this time than actual meals. I've made lots of soups and snacks. <laughs> that's easy though to grab. Like yeah, sometimes, on the go. Just, yeah, something quick. Yeah, so that's so exciting, that opening awesome. that new space of history and welcoming that back into our society and hopefully sharing the awareness that that's available mm. uh, because, yeah, I really had it brought to my attention um, in this last literally couple of weeks. Wow. How amazing is that? Just as well you heard about it now too. Divine timing, right? Exactly. Divine timing, divine intervention. And for it to all fall into place for you, like to be able to book people this late in the game. I know. How like amazing. It was waiting there, right? It was. Absolutely was. Yeah. What lessons are showing up for you? Oh, wow. Um, the lesson that's been showing up for me lately is whatever feeling or reaction that I have from someone's choice um, or their circumstance is usually like something for me. It's a lesson for me to work on myself. Yes. So, Like a mirror. Yeah, some things come up lately where I've been a bit upset about the way people are living their life and the choices that they've made. And it took me a while to actually realise that, like, they're happy going about their life, they're happy doing their business. So I'm like, why is this bothering me so much? And I actually think it's the ruling and societal upbringing and programming that has made me realise what other people are doing especially in the circumstance has made it feel like it's not okay but it actually is fine like it's just my issue so I needed to dig deeper into that and work out what is what is in this what what do I need to move forward through I see it as that's actually for you and not for them when I find when I catch myself judging a situation then I realize okay well why does that bother me like why am I judging that if you're coming from like a place of judgment or negativity towards someone, we shouldn't be doing that. That's just something that and is showing up. That that's I agree. That's triggering the us. And- yeah. And that does come down to like the program that we've had and everybody's different. Everyone's had different programming. So to unwrap that for me and to re- like to work out, okay, well, how can I then reprogram the program that I have to change my outlook on things? And that's the deep work. It's bloody deep. What are the steps that you take to actually do that? It takes me a bit to realise and then I'm like, why is this bothering me so much? Like what is the issue here? We've all got something going on in our life like this. I feel like right now every single listener could think of one circumstance Mm. and I have had one recently too that I just think it's going through my head continuously. I'm leaking energy to it. I'm leaking mental capacity to it. That's right. Why am I so invested in this? Like what, what What is here? What's the issue here? 
And then to sit with that and be like, okay, how, okay, well, I'm like, okay, how am I feeling? Like what feelings are coming up for me? Yes. Okay, good. So So, identifying the feeling and the emotion. Yeah. So am I angry? Am I upset? Whatever feeling it is, it doesn't make, makes me unhappy, obviously, if I'm putting so much time into it. So unpacking that for myself and then, okay, well, why, like, how do I change that? How, what is the root cause of this? What is the actual issue? And then trying to just make some sense into it. I guess sometimes talking it out with someone is helpful too, like just chatting. Writing it down. Yeah, writing it down. Once you sort of have those steps and you break it down just that little bit, it makes it a little bit easier to work out what exactly is going on. Something I did this week, first time ever, started to think, okay, is this something that's happening right now that I can do anything about? Yeah. Is this in my control? Is this out of my control? Mm. And I know the controls that I can put in place in real life to break down those mental barriers that yeah. this keeps playing over my mind. But what I did was, is this supporting me right now? And I lent into, this is not supporting me. Mm. What is something that is supporting me? And I brought that in energetically. So like in my oh, mindset, yeah. so leaning into a supportive example in my head. Mm to outweigh the unsupportive thoughts, feelings, and emotions that I was bringing up around that situation until I could process it, until I can break through the judgment of the situation, circumstance that is bothering me so much. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. It does make (laughs) total sense. And I think like something as well is like with your your decisions or if you have something that you need to work out, Your future self is already living in a high energy and higher vibrational state and they've already done whatever it is that you're struggling with. So they've already done X, Y, Z and they've already pushed outside their comfort zone to get where they are and they know that by doing X, Y, Z or making a decision, whatever it is that you're trying to, you're struggling with at the moment, they know that working through that got them to that high vibrational state. So sometimes taking a step back and being like, okay, so what does it feel like? for you to be in that high energy or that higher vibrational state. And whatever you're afraid to do today, your future self has already done. They've already achieved it. So they're asking you, what are you so afraid of? If you just do this now and you make this decision, then you'll you'll move through. You'll be in that next level. You'll be yeah. in that higher vibration and it already feels so good. So I think if you just if you just take a step back, okay, if I make this decision, how does that feel? How does my future self feel in that space? And if it feels good, go with that decision or go with move through that emotion yeah. or whatever you have. Something I do is I call forward my future self. If there is a circumstance in a situation that I really don't know the answer to at that time, one, I always believe that the answer is in not knowing. Yeah. And that's a no, do nothing right now. I call forward my future self to show me the best possible outcome here. And then I just have to give it space to allow and surrender. Super sounds easy. I get it. But when you are in it, you are in it. No, I don't think that sounds easy. Like that's, that's really. <laughs> They're just words around action that you have to take for yourself yeah. and sit in trust. But the thing is, is like when you're dealing with something and you're dealing with crap, like to step outside of that situation and like think of these tools. Once you work through this stuff, this is where you get to that higher vibrational state and this is where you live your your best life. This is when stuff just flows into you. You just find yourself randomly, oh, my God, I've got the best park every day this week. How did that happen? It's not just luck. You've worked hard. You've made your vibration higher. And that's how you are allowed and now bring in the space 
to receive all of these things to make your life better. That is expansion. Exactly. That is our evolution. If you want to manifest some stuff, whatever is on your manifestation list, raise your vibration and you'll get it. Yeah. And you raise your vibration in so many more ways than just what we just spoke about. Like, oh, yeah. Not saying words that you notice when you say a word like crap, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. I and, just said that word. And then when you say a word like freedom, you, you feel good. Like, and that's another thing, too, that's been coming up a lot lately is you're limiting yourself by your words. So I say, oh, I can't wait for something. And because I've said can't, I've limited myself. Yeah. So instead of saying I can't wait for something, change it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree. What a game changer. It's a huge one. And colour's the same thing. They say what you wear, the way it's made, and all of that vibration that comes with it. It's Mm. staying in that positive mindset versus allowing judgment. For example, I notice when my vibration drops, Yeah. I do feel different. I am able to think differently. Like I, I think from... I always think about the set of flats. So you're thinking from the penthouse all the way down to level one, right? And when you're on level one, you're only seeing from that perspective. Yeah, and it's bloody heavy too. It is. And you're not seeing all the bigger things going on around you. You're seeing things on that low level. And then Mm. as you progress through that set of flats and you get up to the penthouse, you're seeing things from this higher perspective where you understand and can come from a much kinder, loving place. Mm. And you find that on that lower level, you're coming from the I think and the head and then as you get to that higher level. And you get to the top and you get the the breeze. You don't get the stinky smell. Like you're up high. <laughs> it's true, yeah. And that that metaphor is so so relevant to understanding. That is, I love raising that. your vibration. Yeah, that's really good. I really like that. I guess as you go through a day, um, if you just challenged that one thing as a lesson and a takeaway from this podcast today, of how do I feel when I say that, when I think that, how do I feel when I wear that, mm. how do I feel when I eat that? Yeah, that will start to expand your vibration as a very, very simple tool on your journey here. Totally. It's, this is like very deep stuff and there's a lot of layers to this stuff, but like that's just like the tip of the iceberg. And that's just taking the step, that one step in the direction mm. of this is for my highest self and the highest good of all, that one step. And everything, like those good parks, it all starts to come. You're just like, okay, what can I do next to get to like the next thing? And staying in that trust because we will be challenged by the universe going, hey, are you sure about this? Oh, that happens all the time, yeah. And that's that's the expansion. That's the continuous growth. That's the cycle. And speaking of cycles, looking forward to my new one coming up, being a mum of two. Wow. <laughs> that is yeah. so exciting. I guess next time on uh, podcast six, you will be hearing all about that. In two pieces. <laughs> yes. Yes. Filling myself with warming, nurturingness in the mm. meantime. So. Sounds beautiful. Can't wait to see what comes. It's going to be very, very exciting times. And a lot of learning ahead for sure. And looking forward to sharing that journey with you guys. Well, thank you all so much for tuning into us today. We hope that you have enjoyed our messages and our stories so far. And thank you for coming on this journey with us. We loved having you here. And if you want to follow or connect with us, uh, we are on Instagram at just two mediums. And may you be blessed in light, love and abundance.